is David Vitterman, the Cobra. You're listening to the Moral Export Show. What up, guys? This is Brent Duffy. You're listening to the Moto X-Pod Show. Welcome to the Moto X Pod Show, starring Darkseid, his co-host Scotty, sometimes TJ. What's up? We're back. Moto X Pod Show, episode 250 this week, brought to you by Cherries USA, which has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories for many, many decades. Products that fit perfect, look great, and last. Cherubis has what you need. Whether it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, hand guards, chain guides and sliders, or anything else they offer, visit CherubisUSA.com and support our title sponsor. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. So visit Racetech.com. For more info, use that promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Fly Racing has been developing and innovating this gear line since 1998, and they are a proud sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show. Check them out at your local dealerships, distributed through WPS, along with X-Brand Goggles. X-Brand Goggles has grown into one of the top goggle companies, chosen goggle companies for privateers like Kyle Chisholm, Ben LeMay, Ryan Brees, and many more. Darkside MX3 at AOL.com for pricing, or like I said, go to your local dealership, ask for them through WPS. Works Connection's on board with this since the inception of Works Connection. In 1989, Eric Phipps's goal has been to produce works-like products for the general public. The products like the Industry Standard Pro Launch Start Device, the Elite Clutch Perch, Radiator Braces, Customized Master Cylinder Covers, and much more. It's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you too can have what the pros use. Promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save. Go get your Pro Launch Start device and use that promo code MOTOXPOD20 to help show out, support us, support Works Connection, and get you a whole shot. Torque One Racing's on board. R Jerky, Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Moto Works, Extreme Colors, Helmet Painting, Blood Lubricant Oils, Moto X to save at Blood Lubricants, Power Band Racing, True Fusion Sports, Grill Your Ass Off, all on board. This is the X-Brand Lucid Conversation. Right off the bat, this is uh, Feld Motorsports Cyber Week. It's back. Tuesday, November 22nd, that's today, through Sunday, December 4th at 11 p.m., you can find savings up to 35% off on current on, on current events that are on sale now. So Supercross events are up. Get up to 35% off. Go to supercrosslive.com. Use the promo code C. 2022W, the letter C, 2022W, and it is on supercrosslive.com. And in honor of Feld Motorsports Cyber Week, we're going to give a pair of tickets away to A1. So if you're actually going to go to A1, if you're in California or you have plans to fly out there, what you got to do, email us, motoxpodshow at gmail.com. Tell us who you're taking 
you know, what, who you, who you think's going to win? Let's go with who, who's going to win the 450 and 250 classes. And like I said, who you're taking, email us, motoxpodshow at gmail.com. Include your full name, your cell phone number. Obviously, we'll have your email. I need that. And we're going to pick a winner. We'll pick a winner. We'll pick one Friday. So I'll look at them by Friday. If you guys haven't listened to the show by then, mm, that kind of sucks. You need to listen. But uh, no show next week, but I will pick a winner Friday. We'll get the announcement out. So thanks to Sean Brennan and Feld for that. Tonight on the show, Kate Clayson, Team PRMX Kawasaki. He's going to jump on and star racing Yamaha's Levi Kitchen's going to jump on. So, you know, nice little show tonight for Thanksgiving. Happy mm-hmm. holidays. Pulp Mex wasn't kind enough to do a show for you last night. But we're here for you. Scotty, what's up? Not much, man. Just, uh... How you feeling? Yeah, still a little sore. From what? From, uh, we went to hell on being Sunday. Sissy? Yeah, from being a sissy. We did the Enduro at, in Gilmer, Texas, down the road from us. Uh, Barnwell Mountain. Barnwell Mountain. What which is no most, slouch of a of a place. I don't, I don't understand. What was your problem? How far did you get? There's Okay, so it's an Enduro. First Enduro <laughs> I've ever done. Just gonna... Four tests, four segments, whatever you want to call it. Okay. How far did you get? All right. Well, um, hold on. We got to back up a little bit. Got to paint. I got to paint a full picture. Paint a picture. Here. Okay. Paint uh, picture. So, this is the picture for you guys. I haven't rode in eight months. Wee. Yeah. No. Don't ride. Okay. Here. Let's say. Don't ride for eight months. Wee. Go on a bike that you've never rode before. Set up for somebody that's not the same size as you, and go do one of the hardest things that you can possibly do on a dirt bike, and see how far you get. And then. Probably further than I got, but hey, I only made it. I only made a quarter of the way through. Not even. No, I, uh, I technically I did because that was the longest. That was the longest. I guess it test. was the longest segment. So yeah, yeah. Dude, I like. I wanted to keep going, and I like. No, you didn't. No, I did. <laughs> I really did. I came back to the truck when I was done, dude. The bike. You look. You started like an hour and a half behind me, and the bike was loaded, and you were gone. You would, well, you had gone. already been sitting on. The, you'd been gone forever by that point. Like when you when you called me, I was already back in Tyler. <laughs> so blown away. I was like, like, why is the, where's Scotty? The bike's loaded up. So yeah, I was done, bro. Dude, I had to get out of there. I don't know about you guys. How do you feel? You know, you you loan your buddy a bike. You go uh, ride. Here he goes. I mean, he puts his own shit on there. His own hand guards. They're not even. Yeah, so they're I, not even a Chevy's USA hand guards. And, no, they weren't. They were some. They came off of a O two one twenty five. I had you come back from riding, and yeah, your bike was loaded up. That's nice, but it's covered in mud. Your suspension ch- settings are all changed, and he's just gone. Like, <laughs> all right, see ya. Thanks for the use of the bike. Yep, appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, what do you think you uh, are, Ken Roxon? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I was all I knew at that time was I was gone. <laughs> Man, I don't know. It it was. I did like difficult yeah i did want to i i did feel bad about that a little bit but at the same time like i just <laughs> yeah, i could tell i really did because like i felt guilty at the end after you called because i you know i was i guess that kind of a dick move but at the same time <laughs> same time dude like oh was i supposed to just just, just fucking stand there like i like yeah, hang out you, wait i waited like an hour for tj to get done well that's i'm then we went and had dinner. We went and oh, ate, hope ate y'all, a meal together. Did you buy each other roses? No, we just went and got some Mexican food and talked about yeah. what a vagina you are. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I got to go home and wash two hey, bikes I ate now. Mexican food that night, too. I, like, I got to go home and wash two bikes now. And I was like, oh, by the way, do you know what the suspension changes were that he did so I can put it back to where I had it? Because I did say, hey, remember what the suspension and I, changes And I did, but, I was, but also TJ is the one that did it, so. Oh, man. It was, yeah, and then I had to take your crappy ass, I don't know, generic, Hand guards off and just what a, yeah, just, 
Well, I appreciate you letting me ride the bike. I probably won't. Probably not going to let me use it again at this point. I <laughs> made the mistake of riding the two-stroke, and I should have rode that four-stroke. See, you know what's funny is I probably would have enjoyed the two fifty more because I I know that. I don't bike. think so because the, with the problems that you talked about having on the four on the three fifty, that two-stroke would have just ripped would have taken off on you. Like I was because I was dragging my feet. Just hanging onto it, and the throttle kept. Dude, hanging. you would have been doing the same thing on the 350. No, because the 350 is way more mellow power band than that 252 stroke is. Yeah, but you just got to put that like 250 in like. You would hit a rock, like, and it would just your hand would well, flip, and the thing would. See, Wah! I would have been. I would have felt better because I could have just and, put the two stroke in second and, and just the let it lug. Two fifty two strokes taller, and you already said you couldn't reach with. The I feel like that husky was taller than that 250. That, that husky's low. That's a low bike. I felt like I was eight feet tall in those yeah, woods. Super low. That's why I had to put the higher handlebars. Dude, I weigh one hundred and forty pounds. Like I, that thing didn't. <laughs> that thing didn't move when I sat on it. Well, it was. Kind I was of, riding like yeah, a. Po- it felt like riding a pogo stiff, stick. I raced it Saturday and I had it pretty stiff. But yeah, it was, dude. It was like there was stuff that I didn't think that. Like I came around the corner and I was like, "Wow, how the hell am I going to make it through that?" Oh yeah, and I, I felt just the same way. Just pin it and just go, dude. Like, and it was definitely an experience. Like I, I, I won't. Well. I don't know if enjoyed's the right word, but oh, like I didn't enjoy any of it. It was a challenge and like I'm glad that I did the part that I did, but I knew like my hands were so locked up that I knew that if I kept going that I was going to be just like the guy that you saw get careflighted out of there. Like I yeah, knew that that was hands, the next thing that was going to happen. My hands have chunks taken at them from yeah, so, I've got, I so got, many yeah, trees. I've got a little bit. Uh the GoPro almost ripped me off when I, I have caught a, a limb. I have like a black bruise on my leg over here and, and shoulder. Yeah, it was very, very tight and slow, rocky, ch- huge roots up the hill. So you're hitting roots and rocks, and the bike's just all over the place. And then, yeah, the story that he sort of just touched on, I got five miles into test three, which I was told is about a 10-mile test, and there was a guy in front of me going down this rocky hill, and I was catching him pretty fast. And oh, it was good. I, huh? Oh, I was catching him. Uh, I, I mean, I I was definitely catching the dude. I was would have passed him very soon, but he caught a tree limb that was sort of leaning over, and it basically speared him. And yeah. then he just went flying, and yeah, he laid. I don't know if he got a lung or ribs. He, he sounded kind of like I did with the Bradshaw thing, not quite as bad, but couldn't breathe. I went back and found a photographer that I just passed and said, "Hey, we need medical help." Yeah. And it took over an hour for medics to get to him. So I stayed the whole time. Then we got him on the backboard and, you know, they got him kind of uh, stabilized onto the, onto a mule and then had to ride himself out. So I was there for over an hour and a half. And I guess these things are, these sections are timed. Yeah. If you don't get to the next one by a certain time, you're out. So I wasn't even allowed to finish. Yeah. So I, I and TJ, of course, he goes by me, like I'm there an hour and 15 minutes in. And TJ finally comes by. Yeah. And I was like, God dang, where have you been? <laughs> but then later he's like, still beats you. I finished. <laughs> yeah, you knew it was coming. <laughs> was like, Wait a minute. I was with the down rider. He goes, doesn't matter. I finished. You didn't. Yeah. And he's like, he says. Doesn't matter that you're a better person than he yeah, was. He goes, it, yeah, you shouldn't have been so nice. He said, but I was looking. I was hoping I'd find somebody crash so I could stop too. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I stopped. I stopped like once or twice for like a, like a minute or so just to reevaluate my whole entire <laughs> life for a second it was yeah, it was insane I was doing man. bad you guys were way worse Dude, well what kept getting me was the 
the uphill stuff wasn't. I thought that that was going to be the hardest part, but that ended up not being that bad because that was the hardest part for me. See, the uphill stuff well, was ended up you not didn't being get that to bad. The hard ones though, because yeah. test two had some that like they didn't seem like they were ever going to end, and they were zigzagging back and forth. Oh yeah, that would have yeah, over rocks. Yeah, see, that would have got me. Like, oh my god! And basically, like my feet were off the back, and I was just pinning the thing because the <laughs> throttle kept hanging. <laughs> and I was just holding on, letting the bike. Right, 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 I was just letting the bike drag me yeah. up the hill, hoping I didn't tip over. Yeah. No. I what I wasn't prepared for was the amount of clutch that you have to use. Oh yeah. My yeah, like I by the end of it, I was using my entire hand to clutch the bike, and I just didn't have any more hand strength. And uh, but but what right got on. me was was I don't the left for some reason left turns were fine, but for some reason trying to turn right, I I I don't. I don't I struggled every time that there was like two little trees and you had to go right. I like, I felt like I was turning like a freaking boat. Like I could not turn to save my life. And I, that's every time that I stalled and almost fell over was a, one of those right turns around a tree. Like that, I don't know what it was, but that was my kryptonite. It was, uh, it was something it, that's, I, the GNCC at Ironman that, that I did not finish was so much easier. Yeah. I, I called my buddy who who grew up racing in the woods with his dad and everything. And I was like, dude, these guys are psychopaths. And he was like, I know, guy. I grew up with all of them. Yeah. Well, the, Tracy, the guy that invited us out to go do it, he does the whole series pretty much. And he said that was probably the hardest one he'd ever been to. That They're not normally that tight and that rocky. Like, they're just more open. What? What's funny is the two times that I've done an off-road race, those that has been told to me both times. Really? That, oh, that's the tightest thing I've ever seen. I've never run anything like that. And then the next one, oh, that's the craziest, yeah, tightest the, thing. The GNCC I don't know how to pick them, I guess. You kind of get up some speed and flow through things. And like, I never oh, there was no like, there was no flow. No, it was never, first gear putting. Yeah, I never felt like I was going to like clip a tree that I couldn't fit and, through. And like, Man. I would get into second and the bike would feel better, but then it would just get so tight that I would just... Slam! I would get back down to first and just try not to die. I got into first on the two stroke once or twice because I, I was in third and fourth because it pulled. It was yeah. I was, see, so yeah, much. that would have been yeah, no. I I tried every time I got into second on the on the husky. It was just like I would. It would be good and then it would just start to look too much and it would start to it would start to look, mm. it would start to chatter the chain. Well, it was uh yeah, it was a hell of a weekend. Yeah, like well, yeah, and we were on bikes that Saturday. were yeah, we were on bikes that were not geared or had any kind of setup for the woods no, at all. I, I, I got to get an off-road bike for sure. The The Husky was really good Saturday at the Moto Masters vet race, though. That went well. Well, I'm not a B-rider. Me and TJ got into a, like a little literal argument over that. Okay, yeah, that's a good... That's, so well, we, only, we, we got two minutes before we got to Okay, well, it was like 6.25 in the morning. We just got there and signed up, and I'm sitting there just like... Oh, you're get, talking about Sunday. Well, yeah, when we first got there. Oh, and right. you, you and TJ were screaming at each other, <laughs> screaming at each other, 625, about you wanting to go back down to C-Class. And I'm like, dude, it is way entirely too early for y'all to have, be this heated about this. And he was like, well, you're the one that Scre- did the No, thing. he you didn't know, every, say. He, he screamed. Yeah, y'all were like, screaming. You, you know, everybody else, you need to stay up, and then everybody else will follow. I'm like, no, the thing is, they're not going to follow. Yeah. They're going to stay in the C-Class, and I'm going to do what I did Saturday. I'm going to pay $40 to go race by myself because I didn't see anybody else. So, yeah, I'm the B-Class is, I'm not there. I'm not a B-Class rider. That's just the way it is. Um, let's take a commercial break. We'll be back with Cade Clayson. What's up, guys? This is the 7 Juice Trade out of Entercamp. I'm here to tell you about... 
Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo sent you. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal. But thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and when I want to best dress, I wear X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm. And for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then if you're looking for top quality hard parts you need to visit torque one racing torque one racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the moto x pod show find the flow with torque one racing handlebars levers shifters brake pedals and grips torque one racing is the title sponsor of the moto x pod show so support those who support us visit torqueoneracing.com and order your defy lock on grips today Okay, guys, we're back from our first commercial break of the night. Our first guest is going to be brought to you tonight by Works Connection. Since the inception of Works Connection in 1989, Eric Phipps's goal has been to produce works-like products for the general public. The products like the industry standard Pro Launch Start Device and the Elite Clutch Perch, radiator braces, customized master cylinder covers, and much more. It's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you too can have what the pros use. Don't forget to use that promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save at Works Connection. Tonight, Works Connection brings us from Team PRMX Kawasaki, Kate Clayson. What's up, dude? No, oh, what's up, Dark Side? Not much, man. How are you? I'm living the dream, brother. Living the dream, number sixty-eight. Missed it by one. Missed it by one. <laughs> you didn't care about that, did you, bro? The only thing I cared about was like halfway through outdoors, I texted Carnell, and I'm like, man, it's gonna be close, like right. where I land. And he's like, how do you know? And I was like, I, I did the math. And uh, I was like, if I get it, like, here's my price. <laughs> and he's like, deal. We, we had it planned out. Like, we were going to call uh, Davey and all these people. I would do, I was in. Yeah. I didn't care what number I ended up with. That extra coin in my pocket would have been sick. Yeah, I bet it was. That's funny. I love that you guys were making deals over numbers. Oh, yeah. So, Listen, no, man. It, but it was it was cool. So I, I like the number, though. I think the font's cool. Yeah, it looks cool. The bike looks good. Team PRMX back with those guys. How'd that deal come about this year? Um, I mean, I, I stayed in touch with Julian basically all year. Um, you know, we I rode for him for two years, mm-hmm. and uh, we left on good terms. So uh, 
Yeah, I mean, um, probably right towards the beginning of outdoors, he's like asked me if I'd be interested in doing something, and I said, I said I'm open to uh, whatever. So a um, couple weeks, months later, I don't know, um, probably around the middle of outdoors, um, we had something put together, and yeah, brought it to the guys I was riding for before. Um, they weren't able to, uh, you know, do the same, right? And uh, yeah, so I was uh, on to something else, but. Um, it's been fun so far. I've got a full-time mechanic now and, uh, you know, I get to train with, uh, all the team guys every day. So it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. Uh, yeah. I mean, it takes a lot of stress off my plate, just being able to show up, ride and then go home. Yeah. I was going to ask, so a, a rider like yourself, a privateer, there's a number of different privateer teams out there. What do you look for in a deal? Cause I, I, my understanding of some of these teams, some guys pay to ride on some of these teams. Some teams take care of expenses. You know, obviously you get a bike, but like, what is it that you have to have to make it worth your while? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it kind of depends on what level you're at and what kind of support you can bring to the table. Um, and if, you know, depending on what the team needs, I mean, to be totally honest with you, man, like, uh, I don't, I don't really feel like a privateer. I didn't really feel like a privateer last year. The biggest problem with last year was I, you know, doing all my own stuff during the week and, uh, then trying to relay that stuff to my race guy at the races, mm. um, which, you know, it's not terrible. Uh, that's, that's by no means that difficult, but it's just, uh, sometimes when you're changing, who's working on your stuff, stuff's changing, uh, slightly here and there. And that stuff makes a big difference. Uh, but honestly, man, like I don't, I don't seriously feel like a privateer with the deal that I have this year. Like the team is super solid. Um, and, uh, Good bike. yeah, I mean, I mean as, but going back to your question, I guess y- you want to make sure the bike is good before you get like, before you agree to the deal. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, you don't want to, you know, agree to something and end up on a bike you hate. And, uh, I had obviously ridden the Cowie before, so I knew the platform was good. Um, yeah, we were on different suspension, but we, uh, but I know Tim over at TCD. Um, I know he knows his stuff, and obviously he's getting help from WP with writing our settings and things like that. So the like the platform was going to be solid either way. Uh, and then there was there was just a lot of sugar on top with this deal, right? I mean, uh, I get a place to train, I get a full time mechanic again. Uh, you know, I, I don't really, there isn't a lot that's put on my shoulders except go out and perform. So that's why this deal was just, I mean, it was so easy for me to say yes to. Um, and I mean, I'm at the point in my career where yes, I'm getting paid to ride my motorcycle. So obviously that stuff comes into play. Um, but I mean, I make a fair amount of money, um, you know, for someone in my position. Mm-hmm. So I, it's as, as long as it's fair and I'm not, I don't, you know, obviously I don't want to rip anybody off. You know, if someone was going to say like, Oh, Kate's probably making, you know, 150 grand a year, they'd, they'd be fucking lying out their ass. <laughs> but, uh, but, you're, but you I know. like the fact that you said you're making a fair amount of money. Like that's, that's good. That's good to hear that a guy in your position, like you're comfortable. You're, you're not, I mean, you're not a Ray. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I feel bad for that guy right now, but yeah, he's struggling. You know, he, you know but to, to be fair, like he's happy being able to run his own program and pick every single detail that goes into his bike. And, 
pick things that only he wants, um, you know, and that's something that riding for privateer teams or any team in general, um, you don't always have that luxury. Sometimes there's obligations um, where sponsors pay money and they expect to have certain things on the bike. And sometimes that stuff isn't all that it's cracked up to be. But, uh, you know, you make the best of what you have and you do with it. But um, like I said, I mean, I knew the platform over here was pretty good coming into it. And uh, it was an, honestly an easy decision for me. Like I I didn't really even bat an eye once, once I did it. I just was perfectly comfortable with it, sat around for a couple months, did the club deal, and then was able to hop right on this thing. Right on. Yeah, you know, just going like to getting back onto the Cowie, and then I just kind of wanted to know what your comfortability was doing so because I, I thought that you looked good on the Honda, and I think that you rode it very well. But well, what was it like getting back on the Cowie, and like what were some of the things you noticed bike to bike? Uh, so I'm assuming, uh, you cut out there for a second, sorry, oh. but, um, I'm assuming you asked the comparison between the Yamaha and the Cowie or the Honda and the Cowie. The, the, the Honda, Honda, the um, Honda. Yeah. Cause I was saying, I, I thought Honda. you looked good okay. on the Honda uh, last year. I just wanted to see where, and I think you look good on the Cowie too. So yeah, honestly, like besides like the feel like at my feet, like the, the platform feels slightly different. Um, the only big difference that I really noticed Okay, I guess there is a couple more the more I think about it, but <laughs> the Honda sits real tall in the back. Um so it, it obviously corners super well, but then that also makes it super divey in certain situations. Um I think sometimes that's why it might not perform as well in sand and stuff like that. But on a supercross track it it corners super well and it goes through the whoop super well because it's so tall in the rear and you can make that the shock a little bit softer. Um, to be able to, to handle those hits because it's got more movement. Um, the Cowie, it's it's almost a more flat chassis, which most bikes I would consider are flat uh, or level is another term. So that that's the biggest difference chassis-wise to me is just how the actual geometry of the bike sits. And uh, the power curve is much more relaxed all right, we got Cade Clayson back. He forgot to pay his Wi-Fi bill, so <laughs> FaceTime went out. We're, we're on cell use now. Anyway, you were talking about the the Honda, the difference in the Honda and Kawasaki. I think we got most of what you said, but uh, you want want to wrap that up again? Yeah, no, I was just saying the the last part I was saying was how I I was trying to get a little bit more bottom out of the Cowie mm-hmm. um, to kind of feel more like the Honda did, uh, snappy off the bottom. Um, and we have, I'm actually super stoked because today was the first day I got to like test a bunch of different motor stuff. And I, I was super pumped with like where we ended up. Um, just because I, I feel like I, I, I feel like I've learned a lot over the last couple of years and matured a lot in the fact that I know kind of what I want and what exactly I'm feeling on the bike. And being able to relay that stuff to guys who can change it and get it to where I think it's the best is really, it's really fun to see. So I had a lot of fun today testing motors and stuff like that. That's cool. I, I like that. Again, you definitely <clears throat> have improved over the last few years and I, you can kind of tell that you're, you know, you're, you're learning and you're taking all that and, and everything you've learned over the last few years and, and implementing it. Uh, now, last year you trained at club, correct? Before the season started. Yeah, I mean, I, I've trained at club for like nine years now, okay. off and on. 
Uh, I mean, I moved away for a bit just because uh, you know, I'm married and I moved. Right. But I've basically always trained there since 2013-ish. So, so how, is, how does South of the Border compare to club? So it's a lot, it's a lot different. Um, I think club is more centered around preparing guys for like a professional type of career. Um, the tracks are always super gnarly. Um, they, they are super concerned about, you know, fitness and technique and things like that. And their super cross program is obviously top notch. Yep. Um, and then SOB has all the same tools, um, but their focus, I would say, is more focused around like the amateur scene, um, at least in previous years. Like, so I was here probably almost two years ago now. I spent a couple months there, and their training camp for Loretta's was probably one of the best that I've ever seen. Uh, they just had so many good little bikes, so many good big bikes. And I mean, they, they went to Loretta's and they did really well. Um, and, uh, now they're trying to impl- or transfer that to also the pro side. So last year they built two supercross tracks and, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're built quite well. And so now that they've got, let's see, our whole team's there. So there's six of us. And then there's probably four or five other guys there. So there's a good group of us there training supercross right now. And we all work with Maddie B, <clears throat> Matt Bichelia. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, they're trying to grow themselves. And, uh, but like I said, man, their amateur program is phenomenal. They've got a really good group of guys and, uh, yeah, it's, it's impressive. Um, both places are impressive in their own ways, right? South of the border isn't just a, a track. It's like a, its own freaking town. Like, I don't know if you've ever been there, but I haven't. I've seen like, pictures. they've got like their own grocery store, their own like museum. They've got rides and all sorts of stuff. So it's not just a, it's not just a training facility like, uh, like club is. Um, but the nice thing about SOB is it's not quite as far out in the middle of nowhere. You can get to like major cities quite a bit faster, but, uh, both places are obviously great in their own, um, their own right. I mean, I have no, I, you know, I've been at club forever, but I have no problem being over here at all. I I am actually quite enjoying myself. That's great. Speaking of club, you, you did the world supercross rounds for those guys. Uh, Melbourne, what? 12, four, six for, uh, What'd you get overall? Fifth overall, fifth. I think. Yeah, fifth yeah. overall. That's a yeah, 12, 4, 6 for fifth. That sounds like a Steve Mathis at Vets uh, results. Yeah, I, I feel like I got a little lucky. Um, yeah. I mean, the four and the six obviously weren't. Um, I feel like I earned those. Um, I was kind of concerned about my overall with that 12 in there. But, uh, yeah, the first main I was running seventh, and I fell down with like two laps to go, and uh, that was a real bummer. Um, it wouldn't have actually changed my overall at all had I finished five positions ahead in one of the mains. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but fifth was the best yeah, you were it, getting. It was cool that um, my, what I had been doing kind of showed. Um, I crashed in the heat race at Cardiff, and it just set me up really bad for the rest of the night. The I, I don't think any of us realized how important those heat races are until you get 
last gate pick for all of the main events. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 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 that, that was a struggle. Um, and I, I literally crashed in every one of those main events in that race too. So it was just, it sucked because I put a lot of hard work in and I was sure. riding extremely well, probably the best I'd ever been riding. And the first weekend it just went to shit. And, uh, I was really worried that it wasn't going to get to show, but I think I impressed some people at Australia. Um, I just hope they don't think it was a one-off thing because it right. wasn't. Well, that's, that's kind of what I want to ask though. And you, you touched on it when you were first started talking about it was that you did, you got, you took away some stuff from it. You got some positives out of it and you could see that the works that you've been doing is transferring. So I, I kind of want to see if that was setting you up. You felt like for monster energy supercross here in just a month and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it would be dumb to say that it doesn't help in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the track was completely different, like nothing like a U.S. Supercross. Um, the schedule was totally different, but uh, I think it was just a really good experience, you know, to get to, especially a little bit earlier in the year, get to travel, get those races out of the way, and then come back and still have like plenty of time for like a good boot camp. Um, cause before those races, like we didn't really get a boot camp. We got like three days on the Yamaha before we had to like, just start sprinting. <laughs> it was, uh, kind of a rushed, you know, simulation getting ready for those things. Uh, but I mean, it worked out. Um, I felt fast and all that jazz, but like right now is when our building is. So I feel like I'm building a lot right now. I'm with like a new off the bike trainer. And, uh, that stuff, it seems to be going really well. So yeah, I mean, uh, do I think it helped? Yes. Um, do I think it kills anybody for not doing them? No. I mean, it's, you know, two and a half months before the season. So it's, it's not like it's that big of a deal, but, uh, I would do it again in a heartbeat if anyone asks. Okay. Well, we'll keep that in mind. I'm working, (laughs) I'm working on a team for next year, so I'll keep that in mind. Cool. Yeah. Just let me know. Hey, Kate, I just, I wanted to, you know, it was kind of cool seeing the metal ramp being used, but I just kind of wondered what it was like, what it was like hitting that for the first time. And like, I imagine there was a handful of you guys that had, I don't know if you had, but I, I would imagine there was a handful of people that probably never hit a metal ramp before. It's like, all right, just, you, just go. <laughs> it was, it was strange. I, I actually had forgotten. Uh, I had hit a ramp one time before that, like just randomly hit a ramp um, at Greg Albertson's place. And, uh, so it was, it was pretty nerve wracking. I had asked some friends that had done like the Ozx open and stuff, like kind of like what to expect, uh, because it was, it was definitely big and you can't really roll it. I mean, you can, but like you have to jump it and then like slide down the backside on your rear wheel. Cause it's so steep. So like, if you make a mistake, you either have to jump it or like weird, jump off the side thing uh so that was the sketchy part was it just wasn't like super easy if you made a mistake to find a way out um but once you like got comfortable hitting the ramp it's actually a lot of fun like they're fun to scrub you actually can like slide up the face of them pretty easily so they're really fun to scrub um the first weekend we had issues there was like a huge hole before it they didn't like pull the dirt over the beginning of the ramp enough so like when we'd get on the gas, it would like make this big hole at the bottom. And then it was like this huge square edge. And that's where I think a lot of the flat tires came from. But uh, <clears throat> I, I enjoyed the ramp, but I, I can definitely see it going poorly, you know, 
sometimes because like people jumped off the side of it and that landing, like it was like a big landing, but it was super steep. And obviously the sides there's, you know, there's no side of them. So it's like jumping a tunnel jump. And, uh, yeah, it is, uh, it's hairy if you get close to those edges. Yeah. But at least the transition is so smooth usually on those things. Yeah. And it was better at the second round. Like I said, they, they added dirt to like the bottom of the ramp. So there was no hole. So the transition was, was really good. Did you, did you straight boner air it the first time? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I mean, I'm pretty natural at that. So yeah, sometimes I don't notice when I do do it. Um, but I don't think I did. I, I actually remember I iced it. Like I didn't even deck the top of the landing. So I was pretty pumped on that because I was more or less, I would rather go like 20 feet long than two feet short. Cause if you, oh. cause the landing was so steep if like you decked the top, like you were going to endo all the way to the bottom. Yeah, I know it wasn't on the finish line jump, but then I saw the one guy that like fell off the side of one of the on-offs. Like it looks, it looked sketch. No, that was the finish line. Oh, that was yeah. the finish line that he did that. Yeah, okay. it was the the Australian Supercross the night before in Australia. He uh, got whiskey and like went to land on top, but his bike blew through the side of it and he fell off the side. <laughs> hey, going back to the team PRMX. You mentioned your teammates. I know Josiah Nitsky and I think Devin Simonson are on there. Who else is on the team? So Yoder's on the team. Oh, that's who I was thinking he's of. He's going to yeah. ride one. I think he's going to ride West. Um, and then Julian Benick, the <clears throat> kid from Canada, that's pretty fast. Yeah. He's on the team. I haven't spent much time with him yet. He crashed his like first day here and got a concussion. So he's just kind of chilling because I think he's going to race East Coast. Okay. Um, so I haven't seen him much. And then Marquier is going to ride a 450 alongside me. So it's going to be Chase and I on the 450. Okay. I knew I'd seen a couple names. I just could not remember who else I'd seen. So, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a full squad over here, man. Julian doesn't like to do it small. No, he does uh, not. But uh, it, it works out. Um, I uh, It's a cool group of guys. I think we're all kind of learning from each other. Um, I know Devin and I didn't really get along that well in the past. Oh, really? Um, I don't remember that. Yeah, it it was just like butting heads. Um, <clears throat> but I, honestly, I think a lot of it was even just team stuff. Um, we were just stressed out about different things. And, yeah. Uh, it's been really good so far. I mean, we've all kind of been feeding off each other and working together. And <clears throat> like I said, we all train together every day. So if we if we don't get along, it's going to be a shit show. Yeah, right. Yeah. Got to figure that out, man. Um, and what gear are you guys wearing? I couldn't figure out what that was. So it's it's OG. Um, okay. It's the uh, the Canadian company, the same company that does our goggles. Mm. Um, so they have their own gear line. But um, Julian and him are super close, and they actually did like some custom sets for us. So we'll do a few different colorways throughout the year. Um, but it'll basically be like the same logo placement, I believe, just different colorways. And uh, it's actually really comfortable. Uh, it's probably the lightest gear I've ever worn. It almost really? it reminds me a lot of like my mountain bike pants. Um, so I, I love how light and, you know, free it feels. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I've only worn it probably like five times now because yeah. I just, I literally just got it. And, uh, so yeah, I know a lot of people are confused about that, but yeah, it's the OG stuff that, but it's all like custom PRMX stuff. I don't know if they're going to make it that like our colorways so that, uh, people can buy them, but it should, um, collector's the items. is the same material and everything. Yeah. Be some collector's items. Yeah, right. <laughs> Got a couple more for you, Cade. 
Okay, so now that you, I was just wondering how the confidence of having consecutive seasons now, where you've steadily improved and gotten better, I just wanted to know what what, what that confidence has been able to bring to you in this off season, and as you know, like mentally prepare for the upcoming season. Um, I think it definitely adds to my confidence. I, I mean, I know like where I belong and uh, what I can do. Uh, I still think there's plenty more for me to achieve. Uh, I think that I left a lot on the table last year with all the DNFs that I had. So uh, I, I have similar goals um, as the past, but also some, uh, some bigger ones that I hope to achieve. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's nothing too crazy. I just, uh, I expect a lot of myself and honestly having this, like this group of guys around me right now, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we talk about our goals all the time and, uh, that way we can all kind of help each other try to achieve them and that, uh, you know, I think that's kind of what it's all about and, uh, working with each other. I want to ask you with this upcoming season, they obviously announced the super motocross, uh, program. Just kind of what you thought about that. There's going to be a few extra rounds after the outdoors are over, little playoffs type series. You're you're going to be one of those guys that's going to be right there, trying to qualify to get in there and maybe make a few extra bucks. What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely want to get qualified for it. It uh, it's going to be tough. Um, I uh, I obviously wouldn't have made it this year. Um, so we've talked about it as a team. Um different ways um we're gonna play out the summer depending on how close i am to getting in you know if i finish top 20 in supercross points it really wouldn't take a whole bunch of u.s nationals to stay there right but at the same time um you know they they're a canadian-based team and they want to do well in canada too and depending on how everything works out i may end up up there so it (laughs) it would be really, really cool to get qualified for those races. Um, and just be like, even for the team to get to do them. But, uh, the shitty part is, is if, you know, I'm the only one or one of the 50 guys are the only ones to get in, you're sending the semi to three races all the way, all the across the country for one guy. Right. Right. So it, uh, it definitely isn't easy. Um, but I hope that, I mean, I hope I can get in, if I can get in, I think I'll do it either way. But uh, it's it's a cool idea. It's cool that they bumped up the purse a bit for us all. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're starting to just invest in their riders a little bit more, which is something I think that the, both series were lacking is just um, <clears throat> paying the people that, uh, you know, actually put on the show. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but like I said, I think that it's a step in the right direction. Do I think it could have been dispersed a little bit thinner more throughout an area rather than just three races at the end of the year. Yeah, probably. But, uh, you know, well, well we won't nitpick too it's much. It's progress. It's progress. Mm-hmm. All right. One more question. All right, Kate, our, our listeners wanted to know what's it going to take to beat Chiz this year? Maybe. Dude, I don't freaking know, man. A freaking <laughs> hey, meteor, <laughs> that freaking guy. That's what I. That's what I. <clears throat> I typed in the chat room. I said, uh, "Chiz always chizzes." It's it's factual information. Yeah, they asked the same it question is. today, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, dude. He's and you know what's cool is he's he's super cool about like us joking around about it. 
but uh he's just a cool guy to learn from too he's obviously like i could call him and ask him something he would he would give me the feedback or the the little bit of help that i'm uh i'm looking for if you know i need some advice or something like that because he's he's obviously been around since the dinosaur age so (laughs) uh, it's uh he's a cool dude but yeah i mean i i think i'm moving in the right direction um you know i I just got to keep growing. I, I want to be better late in the main events. And that's kind of what hiring a new off the bike guy was about. And just doing a few things slightly differently, trying to uh, improve. Perfect, man. Okay. Look forward to seeing you in about, I don't know, what is it? Six weeks, something like that. So yeah. something like that, man, I'm just going to keep grinding, keep grinding. And I appreciate you taking some time for us tonight. Yeah, boys. Thanks for having me on. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay. Cade. See ya. Bye. Bye. Cade Clayson. All right. We're going to take our next commercial break. And we'll be back with Levi Kitchen. Don't forget, supercrosslive.com. Use that promo code C, the letter C, 2022W, to save up to 35% off on current on-sales events, including Supercross. We'll be right back. If you're like most racers, you've dreamed about riding a works bike with all the trick parts. Since 1989, Works Connection has been producing works like products for the general public. When Steve Lampson and Team Peak Split Fire Pro Circuit used Works Connection in 1990, they quickly gained a reputation for quality that the pros would use. Three decades later, the company is still known as the leader in quality, innovation, and customer satisfaction. The industry standard pro launch start device is used by many of the teams, such as Factory, HRC Honda, Star Yamaha, Hep Suzuki, and many more. Pole shot specialist Vince Freeze, as well as Jet Lawrence, Eli Tomac, and Chase Sexton all trust Works Connection to get them to the front. And don't forget, you can also get the Elite Clutch Perch, Radiator Braces, Engraved Master Cylinder Covers, and much more at WorksConnection.com. Use promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save at checkout. Works Connection, the choice of champions. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but... Getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around and uh, been there for a long time and 
They're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. When choosing goggles, we all know you have a lot of choices. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the preferred goggles for many of the top privateers, including Kyle Chisholm, Ryan Brees, Ben LeMay, and top GNCC riders like Craig DeLong. X-Brand is the result of years of knowledge from former Honda HRC test rider Rich Taylor and his dad, Hook Taylor. Whether you're leading the pack or getting blasted with roofs, X-Brand can stand up to the abuse. You can visit eksbrand.com to see all X-Brand offers. From the unparalleled Lucid Extreme Definition Optics Goggle with the Wave Latch Quick Release Lens System and 4-Layer Factory Foam to the EKSS and the Flat Out Series, you will find a goggle to meet your needs at a price point you'll love. Check your local dealership for X-Brand goggles distributed through WPS. If you want comfort, style, and performance as well as hashtag clear vision, then you want X-Brand. Choose X-Brand because we said so and we're hot. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Only an idiot would not rush down to their local WPS dealer to check out the complete line of 2022 Fly Racing products. So if you don't want to be an idiot... Stop acting like an idiot. You're the idiot. Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Then rush down right now. Of course, obey the speed limits. The need to get your hands on a Formula helmet will not get you out of a ticket. Once you get there, ask to see everything Fly Racing offers, from the Evolution DST to the light race wear to the kinetic lines. They have a gear line to fit your needs. Fly Racing has been developing and innovating its gear line since 1998. Just ask current riders Zach Osborne, RJ Hampshire, Carson Mumford, and the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw. Don't forget about their women's and youth lines and the all-new Zone Pro goggle worn by Justin Brayton, Shane McElrath, Max Anstey, and Joey Sabachi. Again, visit your local shop and support your WPS rep today. Check out flyracing.com for all they offer. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, wait what, what was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No. No, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, build performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, hire rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like... If you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurnMotorsports.com webpage also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of shock socks today. 
Guys, our next guest of the night is going to be brought to you by Racetech, which is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning gold valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Tonight, Racetech brings us Star Racing Yamaha's Levi Kitchen. What's up, dude? What's up, man? How you doing? Doing good. I thought about doing an intro with a stupid joke about Thanksgiving coming up and the chef, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Every time you do an interview, somebody brings that up. So we're not even going to get into that. How are we feeling, man? Are we feeling healthy? Uh, yeah, feeling really healthy. So that's that's important, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you had you had some injuries this last year. I think you had a knee at, at Arlington and a broken wrist after the wick. So, yeah, you're pretty banged up in 22. I just want to see that you come back fully healthy, ready to go. Let's get through a season with no issues. Yeah, I know for sure. Uh, you know, it's, they were obviously kind of smaller injuries, I would say, but, um, you know, they definitely took me out long enough to, to ruin both seasons. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, do my best to just click off laps this off season and uh, just be as ready as I can be for – whatever coast I end up doing. And, um, yeah, I'm excited. Is there any kind of individual or team goals of let's do the whole season and not worry about absolute results or, I mean, I don't know, Bobby Reagan's not too big on, he's pretty big on just winning. So like, what, what is the thought process going into 23? I mean, for you, I would think finishing the series healthy top five. Yeah. I mean, as far as my goal, you know, I just really need to, um, like Supercross this year, um, as far as the team aspect, you know, I mean, I'm me and Thrasher and we got Smith now, like I would say there's a little bit of pressure on us. Um, this is Nate's, I think maybe third year now, Jordan's been doing it for a while. So, um, they have a little more pressure than me, but I definitely have some pressure as far as like, you know, there's some rookies below us now, so mm -hmm. I definitely need to perform, but um i also just need to get a full season just to learn because like i mean i didn't really get that experience of learning last year unfortunately but i can kind of take a little bit of like i know what i learned from outdoors for the rounds i've done and it's uh tremendous help like you know i like i mean now going to supercross this year i still got you know nerves and stuff like that just because i haven't done many but like going right. to outdoors next year i mean at that point it's just it probably feels like another race. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Supercross, just learn and try to build every weekend. And then, I mean, outdoors now, my goal is definitely to, uh, to win, to win races and, oh. and be one of, one of the guys. Yeah. Cause you, well, I think you had third, you got third at Thunder Valley, fifth at Red Bud, had some, and fourth at the Wick. I mean, you had some really great rides. So definitely outdoors. We saw the signs. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think as far as out, outdoors go, like I really learned what I need to do. And that is, I mean, like I've said probably too many times, but if I really get off the gate, like I can run with those guys up front. So, um, that's where I was just a little bit inconsistent or inconsistent, mm -hmm. sorry, last year. And then right as I felt like I started kind of getting them figured out and started moving, you know, obviously I broke my wrist. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. I just I'm killed all your for next year, but killed all your momentum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, you, you mentioned in the outdoors, like you kind of, you, you said you learned what you needed to do and that you could do it. So going into this off season, 
what was kind of like some of your expectations that you wanted to get out of the training and the prep and everything? And, and what has kind of been some of your main focal points during this off season? Um, mainly just getting, like, I would say I've done a lot of like off the bike training and just trying to get bigger and stronger. Um, you know, um, yeah, just trying to bulk up really. And, and just, be a little bit more of a man on the bike, I guess you could say, <laughs> just so that, you know, like when I do, or hopefully I don't, but if you hit the ground and stuff and, um, you know, just being able to manhandle the bike and super cross. And I don't know this, even though it's a two fifty, I know four fifty is a lot bigger, but you get, you know, squirrely in a set of whoops and super cross, you got to be strong enough to pull it back. So, right. Right. Uh, that's, that was, that's kind of been my main focus is just making sure I'm really strong and healthy and, and just putting in laps every day, whether it's even taking the days I might be a little bit off of what I expect, but, you know, still getting something out of it, I guess, has kind of been my focus. Yeah, you mentioned needing to get better at starts, and I feel like starts are a hard thing to practice. So you could do gate drops all day long, but it's so different. And If you don't have a full gate, if you only have two yeah. or three gates, it just it doesn't mimic racing. So, like, I don't really know how you get better at starts necessarily, but... To me, one of the key things in Supercross besides the starts are the whoops. How yep. are we? How are we doing on that? Are we getting better? Are we are we? Is that like? Is that a key focus for you? Um. Yeah, and I'm not trying to focus on it too much okay. because, um, you know, it's probably not smart to just go and hit whoops all day, <laughs> especially at the end of the day. Like, yeah, you know, we never like to work them at the end of the day; just get a little bit sketchy. But, um, that's definitely one thing that you know, I'm trying to, to get better at, and I feel I've gotten better since last year, but, uh, you know, there's still a lot of room to improve. I mean, um, I don't know. And I have, I have teammates that I can kind of, you know, Smith, Smith's really good in the whoops and, uh, I got Francis on the 450, so oh, I can yeah. kind of watch him and, um, I don't know. I'm that's, that's definitely one of the main focus points is, is the whoops. And I know it's really important, but the only tough thing is it's hard to, I mean, I can hit a fresh set of whoops pretty dang good. And I think anybody can, but, uh, our practice tracks or anybody's practice track, it's kind of hard unless they're fresh built whoops for them to get race realistic. You know, eventually they just get kind of hard pack and every day that goes by, they just get more of a base. So they don't really get to shoot out. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, we just got our tracks redone. We're kind of trying to take advantage of that now while they're soft and, um, that's when I've been kind of practicing the whoops, yeah. How do you like training out there? I, I did. I actually transcribed an article that Mike Michael Lindsay did with Brad about the facility and the, the fact that you guys can go to MTF and you can go to some of the other places around there and ride different tracks with different guys. Do you find that a benefit? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, we've went out to MTF a couple times, and as far as Supercross goes, and uh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, the day we went out there, there was the the firepower team, and you know, you had a couple of good guys out there, and uh, it's definitely nice because you know, being at one place, like our tracks are great. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but you can get a little bit. You know, it's fun to to change it up every once in a while. So, um, no, even though it it may not seem like you know, there's as many tracks here as like say California, but there are some pretty good spots and. Uh, you know, we take advantage of them. So especially outdoors, I mean, there's plenty of little tracks to go ride. So it's fun. You know, um, Levi, I just kind of wanted to know what, 
maybe like, you know, there's kind of, it seems to be kind of two different kinds of people. So I just want to know what more way you were. Did you, do you enjoy the grind of like the off season where you're at the, where you're with your team and your guys and you're testing, and you're just grinding out laps and you're doing that kind of stuff. Or do you prefer more of the in season, you know, week to week, we're going to different places, you know, we're racing and the pressure of the season, which one of those, which one of those fits your personality more? Definitely the, the, during the season, I would say, I mean, I, uh, I have a hard time sitting down and like, I know the best thing for me, especially in the off season, you know, you're, you're riding a lot more, you're doing a lot more gym work, all that stuff. So the best thing for me is to sit down and, and relax and same with, I mean, our whole lives, we really should take our time to, to relax and recover, but, um, there's less time for that when we're racing. So I actually enjoy that more because it feels like, you know, we're kind of nonstop going and yeah, traveling. Um, I enjoy that more. I feel like the, some of these off season weeks, they get long, man. They're just like, they get pretty tiring. And, uh, but I mean, that's, you know, you got to do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you're getting out there and doing a little fishing, breaking that up a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of fishing. It's, it's gotten pretty cold out here. So oh yeah, no kidding. I haven't fished in a little bit, but I think it's supposed to warm up next week. So I'll probably go out. Yeah. You got to have that downtime, man. You, even though we're almost to race time, you still got to have that break just every once in a while. Yep. Exactly. How's the bike this year? I mean, there's probably haven't, there hasn't been many changes, but I know every year stars trying to improve things and you guys are getting things a little better. What, what changes have you made? Um, done a little bit of suspension stuff. Uh, but you know, I, I'm already learning a lot more. I obviously I got a little bit of time on supercross last year, but, um, I feel my riding's changed maybe just a little bit already. So, uh, I've changed some suspension and, um, just some feel stuff for me. I went to a taller seat. Um, just some little changes. Uh, I had those stag pegs on outdoors. Um, a lot of people probably saw that, but I tried riding them my first day or tried riding with them my first day on Supercross. And that was, uh, it just, it didn't feel as comfortable. I kind of felt a little too locked into the bike, especially for some of the quick transitions out of turns and stuff. So, yeah. That- um, tried to kind of, mask that with with grip tape and uh you know that's one thing i've done is put some grip on my bike so um but no for the most part i mean bike similar to last year and um obviously it's a really good bike so yeah that, i don't change it too much yeah that's kind of what i was looking for is these little things that you figured out in the last couple of years as a pro that oh let's try this and let's change let's take get let's get rid of these pegs let's try some grip tape that's what i was interested yeah. in is these little things that you're picking up on as you progress through your professional career that oh i like this i didn't like this i kind of want to hear about that a little bit yeah yeah no that's i mean yeah seat grip tape and other than that i mean i think we're the pretty much the same cool right on you know levi so there's you know there's kind of always been the stereotypical uh like what are the the, the guy like they, they pay like the man friend like the man friend that you have around the race is always hyping you up and stuff and you know maybe for some people that that's needed but i just kind of wanted to know like what what was your circle of friends what is your circle of friends like do you have most of them are like close to the moto world or do you kind of like have a group where that's completely separate from that or or where do you fall for all that? (laughs) Um, I mean, I obviously have like my friends on the, you know, like some of my teammates, um, if I'm going to go, you know, do some, I haven't met, I've only met one friend out here 
in Florida and I actually met him at the golf course. So, um, you know, I'll, if I'm going to go hang out with somebody or do something like that, like, you know, I usually hit that guy up and go play golf with him to kind of get away from the, the motocross scene. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoy that sometimes. Um, golf is good. (laughs) No. And then as far as, I don't know, like a lot of my friends from back home in Washington, I still keep in touch with them and, I would say that's more my, my friend group, but, uh, you know, like I said, my teammates and stuff like that, I, I get along with all them. We'll go do some stuff sometimes, but yeah. Who, who's, who are the guys that you most connect with? I think Romano and you seem to get along really good as I recall. And then, uh, you know, um, now I'm blanking. I just totally blanked on happens the guys, uh, LeBlanc LeBlanc left. Obviously I felt like you and LeBlanc yeah. and Romano got along pretty well. Uh, are, yeah, is, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, me and me and uh, me and Nick, we get along. You know, we give each other crap all the time. Yeah, but uh, we'll hang talking. out here and there. And then, yeah, it's definitely a bummer having Matt leave. Me and him have been really good friends. Even even before I got on Star, I met Matt, so we were good friends. And now he's back in Louisiana, so I don't get to see him much. But um, and then, yeah, I mean, we all get along. We see each other here and there. Um, you know, Nate Thrasher, he loves to golf, so do that with him and um yeah matt was definitely my fishing partner though none of the other kids really fish so gotcha gotcha yeah he dude i talked to him when he came out to the pro challenge out here in tyler texas and yeah. he was just not himself <laughs> he was he was like on the verge of depression it felt like and i felt bad for the yeah. kid man he's just trying to figure life out yeah yeah i don't know i mean i, I was actually just on xbox with him but uh, oh, okay. i talked to him quite often and um yeah, he just he just wanted a change. I think yep. so. Um, That's what he said. Uh, yep. Just a ch- yeah. It, you know, think about that. You you've done this your whole life, right? You grew up doing this. It's everything you've known almost. And just like if if tomorrow you decided, I just don't think I want to do this anymore. It's such a strange place to be in. Basically, growing up your whole life, going, this is probably going to be my career, and then all of a sudden, I ain't feeling it anymore. Like it's just it's such a shift. Yeah. Yeah. No. For sure. And. I think that's where I'm fortunate um, was I, you know, somebody like Matt, he signed with star six years ago. I mean, he was just literally a kid. So he's been, he's been doing this his whole life and he never really got to, you know, be a kid, I guess you could say. And what, that's where I'm fortunate. Like, you know, I, I stayed home until I was almost 18. And uh, I mean, I went, fishing and went to the skate park more than i rode before <laughs> i started taking this series so that's good i was able to be a kid and i think that's what makes me like keeps me hungry and you know i'm i'm not letting myself get to that point yeah not quite burnout yet i like that yeah well levi man yeah. we we just wanted to do a little check-in with you see how things were going we're so close to the season kicking off i mean with, with the holidays it's gonna it's gonna be time to race in the blink of an eye so i just want to oh, see yeah. how you're feeling and uh, did you say, do you know what coast you're, you're riding yet? Did you say? I have no idea. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, we may see you in like six weeks or we may see you in two months or whatever it is. So which one would you <laughs> rather ride? Yeah. Do you have a preference? Do I have a preference? Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I just want to go racing. So I guess at this point, whatever, I mean, West. Yeah. West, let's go. West is best. <laughs> I just want some gate drops, man. I'm ready. 
Shit, go hit some local races, man. I'm sure there's a race somewhere in Florida this weekend. Go find a place. Uh, I know, right? I need to find something. Yeah. I tried to convince the team to let me race Deegan and Bennett at the, uh, <laughs> at the GPF race, but they weren't having it. Yeah, you, you watch. You and Deegan get together. Neither one of you finishes the season. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Gate drops exactly. what it's all about. Yeah, we're, but uh, well, Levi, man, hey, I appreciate you answering as you always do and jumping on here for a few minutes. And uh, good luck, man. We'll see you when the season kicks off. We'll see you. Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. All right, dude. Take care. See ya. Yeah. See ya. Levi Kitchen, man. Yeah, cool dude. I uh, always like him. It was it was funny. They the chat wanted me to ask him if he had been riding with Deegan. I was like, dude, I'm not asking a Deegan question. Oh, they yeah. brought it up anyways. I mean, they were riding <laughs> together before Minios, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're riding the same place. Oh, yeah, I know. Riding it's at just... the farm. Okay, let's wrap this thing up. I know it's a relatively short show. Short Holiday week. Got lots of stuff to do still for Vital tonight. I want to thank a Cherubies USA, Race Tech, Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R Jerky, Berm Lords, Graphics, and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Motor Works, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricant Oil Lines. We don't talk about them enough lately. Blood Lubricants were created to bring out the highest level of performance and protection for all types of racing. Whether you race moto, cross-country, side-by-sides, or sprint cars, Blood Lubricants has the product for you as long as you tighten your drain plug back in. Use that promo code <laughs> MOTOX. Go buy you some of the new Barricada, Barracuda Bloodline. Multiple weights, better protection, better performance, and it lasts longer. It just does not get any better than Blood Lubricants. Also on board, Power Band Racing, True Fusion Sports, and Grill Your Ass Off. Dude, I cooked some chicken the other night with some, cooked some chicken the other night with the, mo, with the not the mod deuce the um Willie Pete's chicken Willie Pete Willie Pete Willie 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 that stuff is so good I've I've since I've sort of gone my whatever you want to call it diet I've been I've been making bacon and eggs that's my breakfast pretty much every morning that's such a diet well it's on keto it's keto friendly so that's what I've been doing right, bacon and eggs but I've been I load that thing up with like the uh, Claymore the eggs up with Claymore seasoning, or I, I season the hell out of everything. It's so good. Great ass off. Like, oh, I'm going to eat keto, and then I'm going to throw MSG on top of everything. Look, the research <laughs> I read said a little bit of seasoning is fine. Yeah, so, a little bit. Not a, half out, a, not a half a pack of Maldives. I've cut out so much sugar. Dude, look at me. I lost 20-something pounds. I know. You, you look good, man. Thank I'm, you. Yeah, that's, you, see, you heard it here. Scotty said I look good. I wish you had li- I lost a little more weight so that that bike would have been closer to my... <laughs> Dude, there's not a chance I could ever weigh. What would you say did. you weigh? I like one forty five. Yeah, there's not a chance you could cut two of my. Arms no, see, off. that's the thing is, is you, you and TJ were like, oh, well, we have stock suspension too. I'm like, dude, I, I don't weigh enough to. I have to get special, special shocks. Education. Well, I have, no, my my KTM has the lighter shock on the rear. Uh, like, if I don't have the lighter springs, like, it, I'm there's nothing I can do to make a bike feel like it should. You should so. be a jockey. I'm the size of a jockey. I'm yeah. like five eight, five seven, five eight. I'm sorry. I'm just a little person. I'm just, I mean, I'm the same height as TJ. I just TJ's got more he dad looks here. So much bigger than you. Yeah, but I mean, we're the same height. He just got more. He's got more dad squad just, on him. He just never turned into a man. Nope. Still, just, still, just, just still waiting just to start my balls to drop. Just a child. Trust me, my balls have dropped. I sat on them like eighteen times during that enduro race. Dude, my <laughs> my butthole is still raw. Dude, dude, I tried to, I like the little ridge getting into the truck. That was the yesterday worst. was like Ugh. that was pretty much the worst part of the ride was my butthole. <laughs> I was like, just, the, you just go in and went out and it, got fucked in the woods. It literally <laughs> felt like somebody. No, I didn't. I don't know what it feels like to get fucked in the butt. That that's what. But it what feels I like. can tell you is, I think I know what. It, Feels like if somebody took sandpaper to my butthole, because that's what it. Oh, feels you have like. some, you have some monkey butt. 
Yeah, it was just I, I was sliding all <laughs> you over. Had to that. Wipe your butt before you go on an enduro ride, all, dude. No, I was sliding all over that seat, that guts racing seat mm. cover, that gripper seat cover, and it was just tearing me up. Mm. Good old, good old monkey ass. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's episode two fifty. Thanks to Cade Clayson, Levi Kitchen. No show next week. We'll be back whenever we're back. Once again, MotoXPodShow at gmail.com for a set of a pair of A1 tickets. If you tell us who you're going to take, what, was, what did I ask him to say? Who, who's going with you? Tell us why you want to go. Full name, cell phone number, obviously your email address will be attached. We'll pick a winner on Friday. Thanks to Sean Brennan, Feld Motorsports, Cyber Week. Check it out. Supercrosslive.com. We're out of here.